Hebrews chapter 11, from verse 1 through verse 2 of chapter 12. Uh, Hear the word of God. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. So what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he went to live in the land of promise as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born descendants as many as the stars of the heaven and as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak to us make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, And he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave direction concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. 
He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. By faith the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith... Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets who, through faith, conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, who, who were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put army, foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging, even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were killed with a sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. It is a struggle uh, to believe, a struggle to believe the gospel, uh, to, to follow Christ. It's a struggle uh, to believe, right? I say that, I say that every week. You're, you're getting used to it now. Uh, hopefully it's, it's just getting a little bit redundant. Hopefully it's, it's driving it uh, home uh, to you uh, that, life, that life is a struggle. You, not only am I saying it every week, you're, you're experiencing it every week. Uh, you're experiencing it every day, that it's hard, uh, that it's difficult. Um, and it's supposed to be a struggle. Uh, now is the time of struggle, waiting for the time when, uh, when Christ returns and makes all things right, but, but now is when things are broken, uh, things are fallen, or we are in need of God and His, His, His grace to redeem us. Um, it's supposed to be a struggle. That's why uh, maybe in, in some senses the difficulties of it are why um, some don't believe. They're, they're why sometimes we don't want to uh, believe. Um, but it's also true that sometimes we're learning uh, to believe in the struggle. That it's there that we learn to rest in God more and find that as we, as we lean on him, we're supported. Uh, we're held up. That he is faithful. That he's trustworthy. <clears throat> and our faith is even strengthened. 
But the most uh, important question that you can uh, ask in the, in the question, in, in, in all the struggle and all the difficulty and with all the challenges of everything that we experience, uh, the most important question we can ask is the question of faith. Um, of, of what do you lean on? What do you rely on? What do you trust in? What do you believe in? Faith. Um, the word faith, I think we have it uh, more, than, more than 20 times uh, in, in this passage. Uh, I started to lose count after somewhere in the 20s. I just figured I'd say somewhere in the, in the 20s, right? The chapter is all about uh, faith. It's sometimes described as the hall of, hall of faith, right? As we see all these, all these Old Testament believers, we see their faith and what was done uh, by faith. It's an encouraging faith in us. I think today a lot of people would, uh, would agree with that, right? Would, would agree with the importance of, of faith. That you just, you just have to have faith. Um, you gotta, you got to believe, right? Uh, or you've got to have, have more faith or stronger faith. You've got to believe, uh, believe harder. Um, but you've got to ask the question, faith in what? Um, faith is directed towards something. If you're, if you're leaning and, and nothing's there, then you, you, just, you just fall over. Um, it, it's faith in something. It's faith that's relying on something. Um, and, and, and too often in the way that it's talked about today, it's, it's faith in our faith. Uh, faith in our, in our ability to believe and our ability to, to, to muster up enough kind of wishful thinking and hoping it for it to be true that we, can, that we can live as if it is true, even if we're not really sure uh, that it is. It's that blind uh, leap in the face of, face of what may feel like opposing uh, evidence. Hebrews is doing something very different, uh, very different as it talks uh, about faith. It's not saying you got to have faith, or, or just have more faith and you'll be able to, to get through the struggle if you just believe uh, harder and kind of close your eyes and squint enough that it will really uh, work out. Hebrews is pointing us uh, to the confidence of our faith in, the, in God's working. It's pointing us to how God has uh, fulfilled his promises all the way through, that others have leaned on, on God in their faith, have relied on him, have been supported, have been commended. Um, even looking forward to the fulfillment of all, all those promises. So when Hebrews talks about faith, it doesn't talk about it, it's just, just some sense of believing or believing really strongly or kind of uh, wishful thinking, right? Faith is, faith is confidence. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not yet seen, the passage says. Uh, it could be said to be uh, the confidence, the proof, because it's grounded, uh, it's grounded in God who fulfills his promise. It's not just wishful thinking. It's not just kind of hoping that things work out. Um, it's faith that's grounded in a faithful God. Because we're struggling. Um, because we have sin that, that we want, that we desire. We have people who, who don't agree with us. A lot of other voices that say to, to believe what you do about, about the gospel is wrong. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's foolish. Um, it's foolish to live the way that you do. You're, you're, you're missing out on so much that, that, uh, that life has to offer right now. Um, it's a struggle. The question is, how does the struggle affect your faith? Hebrews is, is pointing us to all to faith. That's the most important question. Well, how does the struggle affect your faith? Does it strengthen your faith? Does it weaken your faith? Or maybe you feel like it, it prevents uh, your belief. Or maybe it, you feel like it removes your reliance of, from, on God from all the things that you experience. Uh, maybe you feel like it's diminished. Maybe you feel like it's built up through it. 
Uh, but I think in hearing faith, most of us, uh, most of us tend to respond in, uh, in two ways, right? We hear uh, focus on faith and a chapter that's on faith, and, and faith is supposed to get us uh, through the struggle. Uh, we tend to respond in, in, in two ways, uh, in guilt and in pretending, right? Uh, we hear faith, and it's like, oh, I ought to have a lot more faith. I don't believe as much uh, as, as I should, and I feel, I feel guilty. It's all this guilt for how we don't believe as much as we should. We ought to trust it more, but we don't. It's like guilt on the one hand, and on the other hand, it's, it's like pretending, right? I've, well, to get through it, I've got to have more faith. I'm going to make myself believe it. I'm going to kind of squint my eyes close down, and these things really are true, and it's, it's going to be what gets me through it, right? Um, and it's, it's easy for us to just hear something like this and hear this focus on faith and just have faith in our faith that we're trying to, to put out uh, from ourselves, and it's just this kind of power of positive thinking, uh, believism, uh, something or another, uh, where we're just, we're just pretending it. We're, just, we're faking that we believe more than we actually do, um, or we're guilty that we don't uh, believe more than we do, that it's, will, that it's weak. Um, but instead, look at what Hebrews is doing. Um, it's not trying to lead you into guilt. Uh, it certainly isn't trying to uh, make you kind of fake it a little bit better to get through things. Um, it's trying to build your faith. It's trying to encourage us. Encourage us in the confidence that we can have uh, in who God is through, through seeing the examples of faith all the way through Scripture and uh, through encouraging us uh, to continue to hold on to it. Just as they've been supported, the same God continues to support us that we will receive the promises. But he is faithful. So uh, first, uh, first of all, we're going to look at the examples of faith and then uh, enduring by faith. Uh, so first of all, examples uh, by faith. The whole, um, the whole chapter is focused on encouraging our confidence uh, by the faith of believers who've already gone before. All right, the passage says... Um, uh, by, uh, for the people of old, by the people of old receive their, receive their commendation. By faith, they receive their uh, uh, commendation. I think it's sometimes it's, it's very difficult for us to, to go on. Um, there, there's some things that hit us in life, and it goes, we just kind of feel the difficulty of it, but we keep moving. And it's a harder day, uh, it's a Saturday, but, but life goes on. Um, there's, there's things that we get accustomed to and used to, to working through. And then there's, there's other things that hit us and, like, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. Um, sometimes there's other people around us encouraging us. Sometimes there's scripture encouraging us. Sometimes we're just, we're just waffling. Uh, we're hurting. It's difficult to, to face our life or to believe the gospel in, in light of those, those experiences. Um, and then sometimes it's, you have the experience where you end up talking to a friend who's, who's going through something much worse. Um, maybe very different, um, but, but you see them still cling to God. Uh, even, though, even though what they're going through has been going on for, for months and months or years, and you're just kind of just into something, but you see them clinging to God and their encouragement still in the gospel, um, and it lifts us up. How we see someone else's uh, faith and how God's still supporting them despite everything that they're going through. We see how God... Uh, <clears throat> is, is uh, a support and a strength uh, for us. Or I think sometimes while we, uh, if you ever read the biographies of, uh, of earlier uh, Christians, it strengthens our faith to hear how others have faced some of the same difficulties and found Christ to be sufficient. 
Uh, he's enough for us. Uh, Hebrews is doing the same thing for us in, in chapter 11. It's, it's taken us all the way uh, through the Old Testament scriptures. The focus of the whole is, is faith. It's how, they, it's how they endured. It's how they endured by, by means of, of their faith. Um, what are the difficulties that are facing you right now? Um, what are the things that, that weigh you down? What are the things that, that are hard challenges to your faith? Whether you feel like it responds, you respond in weakness or in strengthening, what are the things that are, that are difficulties for you? Um, is, it, is it the in, intangibility of, of believing in a God that we can't uh, see or grip or, or get a hold on? Um, is it competitiveness with other people and what others are able to produce and what their life looks like versus what our life looks like? Um, is it the, the reality of death? Um, at the end, can we, can we believe that there's something more after that that we have no, uh, no experience of? Maybe doubt the, the goodness of God. What he, of, of how he would respond, of how he cares uh, for his creation. Maybe you fear the condemnation from God, the rejection uh, that scripture says that he, can, that he brings against them. Maybe you feel like the gospel calls you to uh, leave behind and, 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 and move on to other things. Leave behind what's familiar and what's comfortable and is, and is pressing you outside your comfort zone, right? Um, maybe, um, maybe you feel like you're Seeing your lack of power, lack of ability to do uh, what's called or even what you want to do. Do you see a longing uh, for something more, a uh, longing for, for, for more out of life, but you're, but you're not sure what's there? You're, uh, you're, being, um, you're being tested. You're going through uh, hard things and temptations. Uh, or you're called to, you feel like you're having to give things up to, to continue to hold on to the gospel. You're... You're giving things up. Maybe it's just the maybe it's just the pain of like being a Christian at FSU and other people knowing about it. Um, and uh, to, you don't want to be the person that raises your hand in class and says something about Jesus or the Bible because you know you instantly lose the respect of everyone else in your class except a few others who are who are kind of not raising their hands but thinking the same things and you're not going to be in study groups and. People are instantly worried about what you think of them or, or feeling rejected by you and rejecting them. You don't want the ridicule. ridicule. You don't want the reproach of Christ uh, for, for being a Christian. Um, or maybe it's just the, the pleasures of sin um, that we want, uh, that feel good, that we desire now, right, that challenge our faith. All those things are just things that you know, I went through the passage and said, what are, they, what are the challenges that, that, that the Old Testament believers that I was talking about are going through? Um, but we see in all these examples are the same things. They're dealing with the same struggles that we're uh, dealing through, that intangibility, that longing for something more, the, the, the dealing with the ridicule and rejection. Um, but by faith, uh, they rely on God's promises, are commended, um, and, and wait for the receiving the promises. So we'll go through some of it uh, a little bit. Um, and to not take too much time, but still hit, uh, hit some of those things uh, if we can. But I want you to, there's three things I want you to see in, in all, the, all the examples uh, by faith that they go through. The, the first is, I tried to read it this way so you should hear it again and again, by faith. Right? Every, every time it introduces a different person that is talking about it or a different example, by faith, by faith, by faith, by means of faith, um, as an instrument through which, uh, through which God works. It's, faith is not a work. 
right? Not something that we can boast in, not something that we achieve. It's not something that kind of comes from us that we can say, see, I had enough faith. Um, it's an instrument by which God is working, through which God is working. Uh, the faith of these believers isn't focused on their own faith, right? They're not focused on believing enough or, or striving to that enough. Their faith is not focused on their faith. It's focused on God. It focuses on his promise. Focus on the promises that God's made to them of redemption, and that's what they'll live. Uh, that's what they'll live in light of. That's what they'll hold to as they move through all the difficulties that there are for them. Uh, so the first thing is that by faith as, a, as an instrument. The second thing is uh, what you see is they're uh, commended. In all these examples, we see they're commended by God, commended uh, through faith. Right, verse two: For by it, by faith, the people of old received uh, their commendation. Pleasing God through trusting Him, right? Not a work enough that they, they've had enough faith and now God God likes them, but they're submitting to God, uh, submitting and trusting ourselves to God is what He delights in, uh, what He calls us to. He He delights to be able to provide for us, and that in all the struggles that we're going through, um, that He meets our needs for us to rely on that, and and He knows that He's given us the fullness of all that we need. Uh, verse uh, verse six uh, says it um, says again. Without faith, it's impossible uh, to please him. Whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists, and he, uh, he rewards those who seek him. Um, but by faith, uh, we're pleasing uh, God and resting in Him. Um, so uh, they committed by God, and then uh, you see in verse thirteen they they did not receive what's promised. Essentially, we're in the same boat that they are in a lot of those senses. Um, that uh, just like we have to endure, it's the same for them. We're relying uh, not on what we see, relying uh, not on ourselves, but on God's uh, promises uh, to us. You see it say in, uh, in verse uh, 13 there, these all died in faith, not having received the promise, uh, but having, having seen them from afar, having greeted them from afar, having, having a taste of all that they're pointing to, uh, but not yet receiving the fullness of the promise, waiting for it, but continuing by faith, trusting God who is, who is faithful. Um, and uh, it, I guess we can't go very much into all the different uh, examples, but I want you to see at least that he's just kind of taking us uh, straight through Scripture. Um, he starts at, um, starts at Genesis 1, right? Um, by faith, we understand the universe was created. Uh, by the word of God, that, um, that what was seen was not made out of things that are visible. The whole, how do we deal with the intangibility of everything? How do we know that the world that exists, it came by, came by God speaking it into existence? We weren't there to see it. Uh, we weren't there to kind of watch how God did it. What we have is God uh, telling us. And we experienced the world, but how it got to be there, we understand only by, by faith, through what scriptures told us. That's from Genesis uh, 1, Genesis 2, over to uh, Genesis 4. Talk about Cain and Abel. Um, uh, and that Abel's sacrifice was, was more acceptable uh, than Cain's to God. He's, he's commended as righteous. Um, why? Because he, he had it together better. Um, because he, he did better things, had the, had the right sacrifice. Um, through his faith. Through his faith that God delights in him and has the good things to say about him. 
Um, uh, that, that, that though he died, he still speaks. His blood uh, still uh, calls to God from the ground, is what it says in Genesis uh, 4, uh, for justice. Um, it goes on, I think it's the uh, yeah, next chapter to Genesis 5, to speak of Enoch just mentioned in the, in the genealogy uh, from, uh, from Adam as he was lived for like 300 years, 365 years, something like that, and it was taken up. All right, here again, why? Uh, because, because of his faith. He's, he's trusting in God, and he's committed as having, uh, having pleased God, uh, not from his works, but his faith, but not having received uh, the promise. So chapter 6 of Genesis still, right? And he's, he's talking about Noah, uh, the condemnation uh, that, that came through things. Noah having not seen what was yet going to happen, but trusted God and did what God said. How did it work out for Noah? Um... Salvation of the, of the human race through faith and trust in God's word and his promises. Um, by faith, Abraham goes on to chapter uh, 12. Uh, God's covenant of redemption with Abraham, calling him out from, uh, from his home uh, to a promised land. And Abraham uh, leaving his home, not knowing where he's going. Um, how did it work out for Abraham? Um, but, uh, but to enjoy uh, God's covenant being with him, the <coughs> Um, for, for Sarah, um, as, a, as an old woman and, and past the age of childbearing, and Abraham, um, old as well, it says, through uh, one man, and him is, is dead. Right? Like, like, humanly speaking, there's no way that God's promises are going to, like, how are they going to have children as, as many as the stars in the sky and the sands of the seashore? Um, how'd that faith work out for them? God was faithful to his promises, and the covenant of God's redemption uh, continues to them, uh, to, uh, to Isaac, to, uh, uh, to, to uh, Jacob, uh, speaks of their uh, blessing later, speaks of, speaks of uh, Abraham and, and all the not having received the promises, uh, but still uh, describing themselves as strangers and exiles on earth. Uh, longing for a homeland, he's like, he could have gone back to, to the place he's from if that was what he was looking for, but he was looking not for, uh, not for just Isaac and not for just the land of Canaan. He's looking for how uh, the promises of all that God has said will come through redemption in Christ. We're looking for a heavenly uh, country, which God's prepared uh, a city uh, for us. Um, Abraham uh, uh, offering up uh, his son Isaac, receiving him back from the dead as, as um, Isaac and Jacob, uh, Joseph uh, mentioning the, uh, the exodus, um, and then uh, his bones being taken out of, uh, out of Egypt and, and buried uh, in the promised land. goes through from Genesis uh, to Exodus, um, and uh, in verse 23, speaking of, speaking of Moses, I love, I love where it says of, of Moses, um, uh, refused, Moses in verse 24, when he was grown, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. She's to be mistreated with the people of God. He had all that Egypt uh, could offer, like you've got all that Florida State uh, could offer, and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of pleasures here that you can enjoy, maybe that you are enjoying. Now, there's a lot of pleasures here, but since those are fleeting, by faith Moses chose to be mistreated with the people of, uh, with the people of God and help it work out for Moses. Uh, but to see God's grand, uh, grand redemption of the Exodus, to be leading God's people through it, to have a place uh, in, in all God's promises. <clears throat> um, 
And then it says, uh, he considered, I love 26, he considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. I like, hey, well, notice what I'm thinking about Jesus, right? Um, he considered the reproach of how people don't want Christ. He considered the reproach of Christ uh, of greater value than all the riches that he was Pharaoh's, you know, Pharaoh's daughter's son. He had the, the riches of that kingdom belong to him, right? For him to enjoy. He says, it's more value for me to be shamed with Christ than have everything else that's, that's offered to me here. Um, looking to the promises of, of God's reward. And then the uh, passage uh, goes on to, to mention uh, the Exodus, uh, to mention uh, from Joshua, it mentions Jericho and Rahab. And then he's like, all right, I could, time fails me to go through the rest of the Old Testament scriptures, which he starts to do with mentioning uh, the judges from the book of Judges, mentioning uh, David and Samuel from the book of Samuel. But you can essentially look at all of scripture this way and see how what you're seeing in all of God's people is it's their faith and rest in his promises. And in their faith, rest in his promises, uh, God has supported them. God has taken care of them. They've been commended through trusting in God, but they're still waiting uh, to receive the promises, right? Verse 39 sums that up. Uh, um, and these all, though commended through their faith, did not receive uh, what was promised. They're still uh, waiting. But all of these examples are to encourage us, because we're still waiting. Um, but we have their example and their support uh, to encourage us, but, but more than examples as well. I said, first point is, is examples by faith. Uh, the second point is, is enduring by faith. Uh, just, like, just like the Old Testament believers that we see here, um, they're struggling. And we struggle. We struggle to endure. We struggle to endure by faith, continuing to hold on to God's promises when we don't know how they're going to be fulfilled. We can't see all of it. When the experience of it is difficult. Um, I'm not seeing everything, not getting everything that we want, but relying on God's promises, both uh, for them and for us. What you get uh, in, the, in the passages, it goes forward to the uh, end of 11 and into 12, is even this image of, of running a race. Right? Um, since God has provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. And therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of, of witness, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race uh, that is set before us. Right? It's, here we are, we've seen, we've seen all of their, uh, their examples of their trusting in God uh, through, through their life, and, and now it's like it's our turn for a lap. Uh, it's our turn to be, to be going around. And it's, and it's here, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Like you're, you're over in Doe Campbell Stadium and Abraham and Moses and the whole gang are, are around and, and we're down on the field and they're, they're watching us. It's our turn, we're, we're doing our lap of looking forward to God who fulfills his promises. Uh, with those watching who have, who have seen how God's faithful. Uh, cheering us on in some sense of how God has been faithful to them. We get the encouragement of them watching that we get to continue even the way that even the way that uh, that Abel did, that Enoch did, that Abraham did, that Sarah did, that Moses did, that Rahab did. Um, the encouragement that we're continuing on uh, what they're doing. The, the good fight of faith, as it says elsewhere in Scripture. Encouragement as we're running this race to run uh, with endurance. Uh, what are the things that hold you back? 
are the things that, that slow you slow you down. Uh, the sin which clings so closely, as the passage uh, puts it. Um, have you ever tried to, to run with the backpack on? Sometimes, like, I had a friend on football practice, actually, they would, uh, I think they had, like, these parachutes, and they wore this backpack, and they would have to, like, run, and, and the air would catch the parachute, and then they were just supposed to keep running, right? Um, and that may be good for, like, building strength and, and training, but if you're trying to get all the way around the lap and make it with endurance through the race, uh, you've got to take that thing off. Um, but we want to hold on to our sin. We desire it. We want the pleasures of it. Uh, we, we want to cling uh, closely to it. We don't want to put it uh, to death. We try to, we try to endure but still bring a little bit of uh, whatever with us, right? Uh, I want to get through the race, but I, but I still want to hold on to some of my pride. I still want to be able to like, talk about people behind their back and say what's going on because that's kind of how I relate to people, right? Not gossiping. Or, or the bitterness of people who've hurt me. I don't, want to, I don't want to give that up. I want to make it through the race, but they've still, they still done me wrong, and I'm not turning against that. I'm still bitter about it or greed, or, uh, or, or sexual sins, or, or all the different things that, that we hold on to. Um, we've got to let it go. We've got to put it to the side. Uh, we're called to be running the race, uh, to run it uh, with endurance the way others before it uh, have run it, that we would run by faith to receive uh, the promises to make it through. Those things are dragging us down. They're not what we want. The fleeting pleasures of sin, as described it from Moses, is not what he wanted. He wanted the reproach of Christ. He wanted to be mistreated with the people of God. That's the struggle that we have now. But he looked to the one who has the, uh, him who gives the reward. We're looking with faith, not to hold on to the sin and what it gives us now, but God who gives us what we long for. Who gives us that which satisfied when we don't have money uh, to buy it. Um, he uh, gives it to us freely in Christ. It says, uh, apart from us, they are not made uh, perfect. Right? They look forward to, uh, to what we can rest in through its having been accomplished. Uh, for them, they're looking uh, forward to these signs and symbols uh, to Jesus, but we have something better. Um, we can look back at Jesus, uh, the founder of our salvation. We have greater confidence for our faith as we run the race because we see him who's, who's run it before us, him who's run it for us, and how he's finished the race. How he's the founder and perfecter uh, of our faith. Has perfected all of us, made us acceptable to come to God and to be received in love so that we know that we get to receive the reward through Jesus. So we're told as we run the race, how are we to run it? Looking on how well we run? looking on the sin on our back, or whether we've let it gone, or other people that are watching, looking to Jesus. Looking at Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who has done it for us. Our faith is grounded in Him, His work on our behalf. He's perfected us. He's given our confidence to our faith. It's not us just trying to, trying to believe a little bit more or harder so that we can get through it and just pretend that other things don't matter. It's looking to Jesus, that He's accomplished it for us. Uh, he's given us that confidence. He causes our faith uh, to persevere. He's completed and perfected uh, us. Jesus is, uh, has received what's promised. Um, he's uh, run the race. He endured the cross, despised the shame. And where is he? Seated. Seated on the right hand of the throne of God himself. Uh, ruling. The one who has uh, received uh, the reward. He's received what's promised and we get to, we get to share in it. And we get to be uh, with Christ where he is in the presence of God. Um, <clears throat> 
Our hope for the struggle is that Jesus went through the struggle. And we look to Him. He, he endured the cross. No greater uh, suffering, no greater suffering in the history of the world than what Christ has gone through. We've got things that are, that are hard. Christ has taken uh, the guilt and the rejection of all of our sin and, and suffered under it. Suffered under the, the pain in the world, but suffered under the rejection of the Father for all of our wrongs and His condemnation. Endured the cross, uh, despising the shame that it produces. I'm looking forward to the promise, uh, to the joy I set before Him of being exalted far above every name that's been named. Uh, receiving all the joy of the Father and seated at His uh, right hand. And Scripture says that where will believers be? Seated with Christ. That even now we're seated with Him in the heavenly places, seriously. Uh, but in the last day, we're, we're seated with Christ, reigning uh, with Him. And more than the examples of the Old Testament believers, uh, we have the example of Jesus uh, Himself. Uh, we share uh, in His victory. Um, and though we share now in the struggle, we share in His victory to receive uh, the promise on the other side of the struggle. We share in his confident faith uh, because Jesus has done it. He has run the race. Uh, and we run knowing that God has perfected us, uh, accepted us, uh, commended us, and now we're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting by faith. We're waiting struggling. Uh, we're waiting commended by faith. We're waiting to receive uh, all that is promised to us in Christ. It's a struggle uh, to believe. How does that struggle affect uh, your faith? Do you feel like it prevents it? Do you feel like it establishes it? That it, that it weakens it? Uh, that it strengthens it as you cling to God and His promises and find uh, that you're uh, supported? We're called to look to Jesus uh, with confidence for He is the founder and the perfecter of our faith. Let's pray. Uh, Lord, our God, we confess that our, our confidence in getting through day-to-day um, -day and week-to-week -week is often ourself, uh, that that gets rather annoying and frustrating to us because we don't always have good grounds uh, for confidence. Well, we confess that, uh, that many times as we have to go through things that we didn't want to or didn't like, um, that causes us to want to turn from our faith and turn from you to be bitter at you that you're not making everything easy on us, uh, to be pained at how uh, hard uh, things in life are. Lord, there are many things uh, that make us doubt that our faith is often not confident, often very weak. Um, so, Lord, we thank you for Jesus. And we thank you that we uh, can look to him uh, for our faith, the one who has established it and perfected it. Um, Lord, we pray that you would give us endurance uh, to run the race. pray that you would let us uh, give up everything that leads us away from you. Uh, Lord, we pray for faith. We pray for, for stronger uh, faith, Lord, that's a struggle uh, for us. But you are God, and you are faithful sharing your faithfulness through history, uh, through your word. 
And we ask that you would, uh, through your grace, allow us to trust and rely on you. That we might have the hope of receiving uh, the fullness of the riches of all your promises to us in Christ. We pray in his name. Amen.